0: Hello and welcome to Imagination Overtime. This is the podcast where adult siblings rewatch 80s cartoons that we loved as children. We rewatch them as adults and figure out are they truly as awesome as they seemed back then or were our imaginations working overtime and are they actually kind of you know ridiculous shoddily done really phoned in ploys to get us to buy toys there's a spectrum you know <laughs> um so i'm val and with me as always is my brother chris hello <laughs> I was born in '79. Chris was born in '76. So we were little kids in the '80s, prime ages for these shows. I think most of them. Mostly, yeah. Um, It was a simpler time. Didn't have a remote control. No remote control in the beginning.
1: Big wooden TV and with uh,
0: two giant dials.
1: Giant dials. UHF, VHF.
0: What does that even mean? UHF. No one can remember. It's no lost one knows. to history. Could be ultra high frequency. Could not be. <laughs> wow, that's a good guess. It might be. <laughs> but I'm sure it can't be right. It um, can't be proven. <laughs> so, yeah, and, you know, we love these cartoons. We're re-watching them. Today's episode is The Snorks. Remember The Snorks?
1: I think everybody does.
0: I asked one person and he did remember them. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's, he was like, underwater Smurfs, right? And I was like, bingo. I remember watching this exclusively at Gramoff's house near London, Ontario. I feel like it was never on at our actual home. <laughs> oh yeah? Was that because we had better cartoons to watch at home with our better channel selection? Good
1: question. She, she did get that one channel that we couldn't get, so maybe it was on that channel. She got one channel we couldn't London get? The London channel, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so maybe, because Gummy Bears was on that channel, and we did, couldn't get that from uh, Detroit, so.
0: Oh, that's so weird, huh?
1: It's very weird, yes.
0: Hmm, well anyways. Anyways. I thought of it as being like, a worse cartoon, because I always thought of TV at Grandma's house as worse TV. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was. Yes. <laughs> For the most part, it was, but now I'm thinking maybe not always.
1: Sometimes there were some diamonds in the rough there. Yeah, yes,
0: because this was originally aired on NBC, according to the Wikipedia page. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So it has to be good. NBC, huh. titan of broadcasting.
1: They had the best. Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. They're with ABC, anyways.
0: I had one snork toy. I think it was mine.
1: Yeah, I think it was yours, yeah.
0: I think it was pink, so I think it had to be, wait, what's her name? Not Daphne, but the other girl. I don't even know.
1: (laughs) I thought it was just Daphne, so I was being
0: This show does have two female characters, like main characters, so congratulations to IT for being slightly better than the Smurfs. I guess in later seasons of the Smurfs they introduced a Second female character. Oh, really? I remember there being a red haired one. She had like red braids. Oh, why is it always a blonde and a redhead? Where are the brunettes? Because <laughs> it was the same in G.I. Joe, I think. I think there was a blonde and a redhead. There's
1: Lady J and Scarlet. Scarlet, yeah, Scarlet had, to be had red, red hair. <laughs> Obviously.
0: In real life, it's like 10% redheads. In eighties cartoons it's like real life is like one percent yeah. Is it? Oh yeah. I hear they're dying out. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hear that. You haven't heard that? No. <laughs> it might just be a rumor. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> like I don't want them to. But it's you know, it's not a very strong gene.
1: I guess the other one was named Casey. Oh Casey. Looks like BJ Word is Casey.
0: What else has she done?
1: G. I. Joe. Oh, look, she was Scarlet on G.I. Joe.
0: She exclusively does redheaded yeah. cartoon characters.
1: Curious George, regular show. Wow, look at that. It's always amazing going through all these. Woody Woodpecker, Razor, Batman Beyond, Voltron, the third dimension. Wow. Zorro. What
0: a time to be alive.
1: Cow and chicken. I would love for Gargoyles. someone to do
0: a documentary where they Jeez. interview people who uh, were like voice acting at this time. Oh, I know. Is that too niche? I don't know. It'd be
1: so fascinating. I don't think so. Pirates of Darkwater, James Bond Jr., Wizard of Oz.
0: I forgot about James Bond Jr. Oh, really? Real Ghostbusters. Didn't know there was a Wizard of Oz cartoon. No, I
1: never. Paddington Bear, Matlock, pup named Scooby-Doo. Oh, man. Anyways, yes, we can do this with every uh, voice actor on this show. They all have these extensive resumes.
0: Yeah, the main guy, if you go way back, he was... Uh, an actor, not ju- a voice actor, but re- regular face actor, face actor, skin if actor, you will. You know? <laughs> yeah. body actor um, in like all kinds of old TV shows, like old cowboy shows and stuff. But it looked like it was all sort of like one episode, one episode, one episode. And then after a while, um, he was doing more and more cartoons until it was like, you know, yeah, this guy, Michael Bell. Yeah. And then for like Voltron and uh G. I. Joe, there's a couple entries where there's literally thirty voice like characters listed after his name. So he voiced like thirty different characters. Like he's doing the entire show as far as I can tell for G. I. Joe <laughs> and Hank Azaria. Voltron, That's yeah. So it's like he really found uh his niche. That's awesome. He should definitely be interviewed in the documentary.
1: huh. Yeah, he's uh but
0: We're burying the lead here, though. As excellent as these other voice actors are, um, the role of Daphne was played by Nancy Cartwright, none other (laughs) than the most famous cartoon character, perhaps, ever. In the world. Bart Simpson. And you can hear it, too. I don't know. you, You watched it before you knew that that was Nancy Cartwright.
1: Yeah, I was trying to place the voice.
0: So it sounded familiar, but you didn't quite jump immediately to Bart Simpson no. and I read it before I watched so then sort of right away I was like oh yeah I oh, can hear wow. it and like I think she does just a one of the random villagers when uh when they're buying kelp from what's his face yeah uh, yeah I can hear it in, in the random voices do you think that it was snorks her work on snorks that got her the role of Bart Simpson they looked at her
1: I think it sealed it.
0: Real, and they were like, ooh, yeah, this Snorks sounds great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She should do a 10-year-old boy. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, that's a huge superstar for this show. Who knew? All right.
0: According to Wikipedia, Snorks is an American-Belgian animated television series produced by Hanna-Barbera, same as The Flintstones, um, and a bunch of many bunch others, of others yeah. uh, and ran for a total of four seasons 65 episodes on NBC from September 15th 1984 to May 13th 1989 the program continued to be available in syndication from 87 to 89 as part of the Fantastic world of Hanna-Barbera's third season which I'm sure we all we remember all <laughs> um, early years 77 to 81 so this is pre actual snorks uh In 77, Freddy Monikendam, a Belgian businessman and artist, first made contact with the comics industry when he negotiated the rights for the Smurfs comics of Father Abraham. To Father Abraham. Oh, sorry. He negotiated the rights for the Smurfs comics to Father Abraham. What? I don't know. I don't know who that is. (laughs) He later became the head of SEPP, the branch of Dupuis, and blah, blah, blah. Basically, he liked the Smurfs. (laughs)
1: He bought the Smurfs.
0: And he bought it. The rights. The rights. But what happened?
1: And then he negotiated a contract between <laughs> Peyo, NBC, and Hanna-Barbera for the creation of a new Smurfs cartoon series. Peyo wanted the show to be as faithful as possible to his original comics, but Monica and Dam wanted it instead to be more mainstream and accessible. These negotiations would later result in a legal dispute between the two men due to to the Division of Rights and the money involved. As a final result, Malnick and Dam decided to complete the Smir- uh, compete Comp- with the Smurfs' success, starting a new series of cartoons.
0: Okay, so th- originally he was just going to make the Smurfs, but he wanted to mess with it. He, wan- yeah, he wanted to screw them up. <laughs> so some- on, on. somebody else ended up making the Smurfs, I guess.
1: Um, he wasn't, I think he, Oh, well, maybe, I don't know, but he wasn't happy with them, whatever. I think he got money from it, but he wasn't happy.
0: So instead, he was like, I'm going to make my own Smurfs, underwater Smurfs.
1: So we always knew that they were suspiciously similar. Yeah.
0: But it's interesting that instead of just looking at them from afar and being like, I'm just going to steal that, he did first try and like buy it. Yeah. And, um,
1: oh, okay. So, yeah, maybe he didn't. Uh, he wasn't involved with the. He negotiated the cartoon but then wasn't involved. In June 1981, Nick Broca created the earlier character designs that were made available for diskies, a very early iteration, made for the comic series Spirou a Fantasio. Soon the debut Snorks comic was published in January 1982 by Broca himself. Freddie Monickendam, after battling with Peyo in court, searched for a series that could rival the success of the Smurfs, as he tried and failed to buy the its rights since 1977. He acquired the Snorks. From Nick Broca, and both started a partnership with Hanna-Barbera for the production of this new cartoon series. After that, a three-minute Snorks pilot episode is made for NBC, although it has not been seen by the public.
0: I also want to make a documentary about searching for the lost Snorks pilot episode. Doesn't that sound? That's definitely not too niche. (laughs) No, everybody (laughs) wants to see that. All right. Well, should we watch? The show. Now that we know its sorted origins. Pretty so yeah, though. I
1: cannot. Yeah, I cannot believe it. It's kind of like a, a Captain Marvel, uh, Miracle Man with all the the rights.
0: So first of all, there's the um, theme song. Oh
1: yeah, I don't remember the theme song. I, yeah, though. I had
0: no recollection of it. Started out, and I was like, "This is very rudimentary." But then it gets to a point where you know the beat drops. Not really. It kind of goes into a bridge or something. Uh, and then it's very catchy. And then I also found later that even the boring part was running through my head. So they achieved yeah, it, uh, an earworm.
1: It was very catchy. Yeah. Um, I only. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I can't believe I didn't remember the theme song. Mm-hmm. I, know, I remember DuckTales and Gummy Bears and everything else. <laughs> Not the snorks, so maybe we never saw it from the beginning.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe we didn't see enough of it? Not sure. The opening sequence sure makes underwater life look fun, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm sure The Little Mermaid (laughs) really (laughs) ripped this off.
0: I'm a real sucker for underwater stuff, and that's partially why I love The Little Mermaid so much. It's just so much fun to be like, you know, it's the underwater version of a guitar, so it's a shell. Wow, <laughs> it's different. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's really fun.
1: <laughs> it is amazing.
0: Okay, so this one is June What is it? Kelps, junior's kelp rush. Junior's fuelish. fuelish kelp rush.
1: I had to read that a few times. I couldn't understand it.
0: I guess that's a very funny, um,
1: a funny pun, play which, on words, yeah, pun, which I don't think we would have gotten back when we were no, ten or seven or nine and six, whatever we were.
0: I had no recollection, I guess, of the characters or anything, but Junior is a rampant capitalist. (laughs) He's always looking for a money-making scheme, even though these these seem to be sort of children, right? Like, they're supposed to be kids. I don't know how old, like 10 years old or something, but Mm -hmm. they have a lot of freedom, so maybe they're 13 at least. (laughs) So, juniors, always trying to make a buck, and they're doing some kind of science project.
1: They have to go get specimens for a science contest.
0: So, they're swimming around looking for uh, specimens. There's a hilarious um, encounter with a giant crab in we see a little bit of the classic 80s basic animation where like the crab chase is just sort of a repeated background and yeah. a repeated motion.
1: A little Flintstone style. Yeah. bear ribera Flintstone style.
0: Which I definitely would not have noticed as a kid. No. But now it's a little bit noticeable. <laughs> As an adult, <laughs> it, it was only like three s- swoops of his claw, so it wasn't like ridiculous. No. If it had gone on Flintstones any, any can longer. really go on for a long time. <laughs> yeah.
1: This wasn't as bad.
0: All right. So he finds some special ruby kelp. He falls down a hole and he finds this like special it's kelp
1: red kelp. Yeah. He knows it's ruby kelp.
0: And instead of caring about the scientific aspects of it, he's like, oh, I'm going to get rich with this kelp. Um, he shows it to his friends. Uh, the girl Daphne thinks it's really pretty because that's how girls are. <laughs> that's right. And we hear Daphne's Bart Simpson-like voice, and it's really fun. I feel like if this was '89, if it went till '89, there would have been overlap with The Simpsons.
1: Yeah, I wonder if that's what's her next. Uh, oh yeah, Tracy Ullman. The Tracy yeah, Ullman show was yeah. uh, going on in
0: in the late '80s. The late
1: right? '80s. So yeah. They would have been doing the, doing it at uh, the same time, though. So junior there.
0: Yeah, Junior was supposed to get fuel for their ship, which they drive themselves. So they're, they they got to be at least 14. Come on. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess it's underwater. Yeah, what can they crash It's pretty into? safe. <laughs> um, it's
1: like the kids on a, on a farm, right? Kids can drive the truck. Okay, you're off.
0: right. You're right. Yeah, they're like farm kids. Um, <laughs> and so Junior tries out the ruby kelp. He was supposed to get regular kelp. Um, but he tries with the ruby kelp as fuel, and suddenly the ship can go really fast. So he's discovered kind of a super fuel. So that's exciting. So he's right, like he could make a lot of money off of this. I'm seeing parallels with sociopolitical situation of today. Really? <laughs> I don't know if you are. Because uh, yeah. I'm extra smart. <laughs> it was pretty subtle, but <laughs> yeah. maybe. I don't know. We'll see. And I feel like maybe I understood this as a kid also. I don't know. I understood that like trying to make, just trying to make money is kind of bad. Yeah. Or maybe shows like this taught
1: usually, me that? Yeah, they were usually pretty bad characters. You know, Richie Rich, I guess, was
0: good, Right, but and Scrooge McDuck.
1: Scrooge, yeah. You never really knew how Scrooge made his money.
0: Kind <laughs> yeah. of been good. Old money. His old money, yeah. <laughs> um, but he was, so, well, I guess he was ultimately nice, but he was sort of like Scrooge, right?
1: Yeah, he was, he was still Scrooge, I guess. It always confused me. I guess me.
0: he was like Scrooge from Christmas Carol, but his nephew's roy is kind of like forcing him to be nicer by the end of the show. Um, okay, so Junior s- starts selling the ruby kelp to the villagers. Um, and somehow
1: they know it's gonna be amazing. oh
0: yeah they're all lined up already (laughs) yeah there's no marketing or anything (laughs) it's a small town
1: yeah exactly Um, people talk
0: (laughs) yeah people talk and the first person he charges three dollars and that person says wow what a deal so then the next person he charges like nine dollars or something and they're like well that's kind of a lot so then he's like sorry i meant 8.50 8.50 or something like that. Yeah. So he's like feeling out like what will the market bear? <laughs> I feel like this is a pretty good. This
1: is a good demonstration. of Yeah.
0: How an economy works.
1: Yeah. And their money is clams, by the way. Classic clams. Hilarious. Daphne buys it because it's oh, pretty. Oh yeah.
0: Daphne just wants to keep it because it's pretty because she is a girl, but also <laughs> appreciates nature and beauty. And its intrinsic worth. Um it also matches her dress. <laughs> <So> <laughs> she win, doesn't win. mention that, I just noticed. So now everybody in town has super fast cars because they have this kelp, which then is sort of well, they show leaves falling off a tree. I wondered if they were trying to demonstrate how like driving cars ruins nature.
1: <laughs> I think it just went really fast. It just went really fast.
0: But the underlying theme, no. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Oh, now he somebody's riding a giant crab. Previously, we saw a giant crab as sort of an angry predator, but I guess if you raise them from the time they're young, maybe they will. Yeah, maybe work for you, kind of like how elephants will. Yeah, it's like Flintstones. <laughs> What's happening now? Oh, this the
1: weird fertilizer thing, and everything grows up really fast.
0: Oh, okay, so. I forgot that, that that
1: was a really cheap animation.
0: Was another thing that the kelp could do.
1: And then this scientist hears on
0: his radio, old timey radio, <laughs>
1: the conch, and he finds out that it's ruby kelp that's been extinct.
0: He's got an underwater computer.
1: It's like the Bat Cave. <laughs> it's this giant computer. It's kind of just
0: a computer made of rock with some shells stuck <laughs> to it. <laughs> and
1: he burns his clam burger underwater. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no explanation how cooking is done underwater. Um, do you think that SpongeBob was in any way inspired <laughs> by this series? SpongeBob is a little
1: a little. I uh, feel like the similar. way
0: the Mr. Krabs is drawn where his eyes are at the top of those long things, I mean, maybe that's just the way crabs are, but oh, the crab it looks, looks a lot like the crabs in here, just saying. Now, people are addicted to this ruby kelp. They need more ruby kelp, and unfortunately, Junior picked almost all of it the last time he was there and he forgot that he did that I totally and had he had to no go all idea. the <laughs> back and be like oh yeah so then his scheme is to sell maps to where the ruby kelp is which i think is kind of a clever pretty good yeah uh, just trick everybody yeah it's like these are all the ways that greedy people will try and trick you kids don't be fooled
1: and so they form a mob He wasn't thinking too far ahead.
0: No. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's a small town. They know where to find him. (laughs) This wasn't going to last. Okay, so now the scientist shows up and is, like, so happy that he found this ruby kelp because they thought it was extinct. But, of course, it seems as though all the ruby kelp is gone, burned up as fuel. Much in the same way, our modern society uses up things and... They're lost forever, Um, but if you'll recall, Daphne to the rescue. Daphne. She still has her plant. She
1: didn't buy it for selfish reasons, like everybody else did.
0: Exactly. Apparently. So she saves the day. The scientist checks it out, and there's seeds so they can regrow it, which I think if What's-His-Face Jr. had been smarter from the start, he would have figured out, how can I farm this?
1: Yes, it's a commentary on our uh, corporation's short Term thinking right. corporations,
0: like back when we were just cutting down trees mm-hmm. and not clear replanting cutting. them, and being like,
1: "That's all we heard about in the '80s." Yeah, the
0: <laughs> just being like, "Hope, hope we find more." <laughs> There's certainly no way to regrow these. <laughs> plants <Nope. laughs> we don't know how plants work um, no we didn't back in the 80s it seems like we've got it figured out now now when people are like <laughs> don't waste paper i'm kind of like well like if it's between paper and plastic yes do paper because it will
1: paper breaks down biodegrade and easily and it can be made with and we uh, can easily
0: just grow more trees
1: trees or cotton or hemp or whatever exactly any fibrous and uh at the end of the episode, the scientist takes charge and confiscates everything. And right, just like in real life. <laughs> real life, the scientists, <laughs> the scientists are, have a lot of power. A lot of power.
0: As they should since they know a lot. <laughs>
1: exactly. So he bosses this little kid around and deals all his money back. And, and uh, Oh yeah,
0: he takes his money.
1: And re- redistributes it to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> any comment junior comments at least i didn't go to jail or anything yeah
1: i guess junior's power does have limits thank god his junior wentworth i assume his dad is some senior rich guy. wentworth yeah senior wentworth so i assume his dad would take charge but nope absent father
0: mm. the parents never get involved latchkey yeah well that's <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes responsible parents lead to boring <laughs> ya stories very some true harry potter's parents <laughs> would have just <laughs> shut that adventure down immediately and <laughs> <laughs> so, you gotta kill off the parents or have them right, yeah. go somewhere. You want
0: all orphans Which all the time. Exactly. All right. So, and th- this was weird. We, you said you didn't remember this. Me neither. Apparently, every episode of the Snorks is like two short episodes in one.
1: Yeah, I had no idea. I thought That's it was weird. a half-hour show, but it's apparently two.
0: Did we have very short attention spans?
1: <laughs> I think we did. Yeah, I was, you know, we were always reading and while watching these things, so. Hmm. Or had toys or whatever with us, so. True. We were always doing something else. We were multitasking back then. So, yeah, two short little episodes. Who knew?
0: The next one is The Boo Lagoon, which I would not have gotten the reference to The Blue Lagoon, which is a movie I've still never actually seen. I know it exists.
1: <laughs> it's a very famous movie. so And I, I think it's good that we, we're we learning these uh, cultural references, even right. though they went over our head at the time. We, we remember them. Like that previous episode, it said octane, the word octane. Uh, I'm sure we didn't know it back then. but No,
0: but we got the, idea, got the idea. So next time we heard it, we were like, oh, I have an idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And that's... That creates nerdy little kids, nerdy little know-it-alls. <laughs> and that's what happened to us.
0: <laughs> all right. So in the Boo Lagoon, for some reason, we open on our characters. So All Star is the main character. Apparently all, he's the main one. Yeah. Always. And Junior seems Junior's to always be there. Well, at least in these He's two episodes. The villain, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But then this time instead of Daphne we have what what's I think it's ones? Casey. Casey. Don't quote us on that though. <laughs> so I'm wondering, is this a case of like though they, there's multiple female characters, do we ever see them on screen at the same time? Or is it sort of like you can only have one because otherwise it's too many girls?
1: They can never interact.
0: I would have to watch more episodes to confirm this, but yeah, who knows? <laughs> I have a feeling. I <laughs> Maybe would. They I would bet upwards of twenty-five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Yes, uh, that that's the case. Because there was always a weird like there can only be one girl.
1: You can't have too many like, for some reason.
0: Yeah. Or else the boys will shut up. And like yeah, for some reason girls will accept. We'll watch whatever. Far yeah. too many <laughs> male characters. <laughs> I guess uh, the baby here is a female baby for some reason. I think so, yeah. Small star. And they they say Hmm. she. Must be
1: related to all star.
0: Yes, I think it might be. All star's little sister. Maybe it's his daughter. Oh, my God. Scandal. No, I'm sure it's not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uncle daddy. (laughs) So what's happening? There's like one of their... Ships, And then there's a giant puffer fish and they're tying the puffer fish to the ship.
1: Yeah, they don't explain it or anything. They don't say why they're doing it.
0: (laughs) When I read your outline, I got so confused (laughs) for this one. The other one made perfect sense, but this one I was like, what's this about a puffer fish? And then like there's we don't come back to it. Um no,
1: the puffer fish disappears but anyway. But then
0: Small Star is a baby and she's swimming around and she gets she's very curious and she gets into the ship and she starts uh playing with the controls and pressing buttons and no spoilers, but if anybody's been watching um the baby yoga <laughs> Yoda show, <laughs> The Mandalorian This is very Baby Yoda. Oh, wow. Baby Yoda loves to play with the controls on the Mandalorian ship, and he's always like, this is not a toy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, there is no Mandalorian to save a small star, and she manages to zoom off in the ship.
1: Somehow it controls the puffer fish. (laughs) The (laughs) buttons control the puffer fish somehow.
0: I would love it if all the ships were just like, puffer fishes facing backwards, and you just had to, like, <laughs> poke at it so that it would release its, its scary, air. You scare it, and yeah. then
1: you release the air. I think
0: that's a missed opportunity. You <laughs>
1: should have went full Flintstones, underwater Flintstones. Yeah,
0: like, it's a little bit underwater Flintstones, but I want more underwater Flintstones. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they look off in the distance to figure out where did Small Star go in the ship, and it she's gone into the Boo Lagoon, which is a, a lagoon... <laughs> Like we are already underwater, but there are still lagoons <laughs> that take you to a second layer of underwater. <laughs> you so break the surface of the. <laughs> like how does it work? <laughs> it's,
1: it's heavy water, I guess. It's heavier okay, right?
0: Water. It's a heavier water. Yeah, that's I'm a sure thing <laughs> that happens
1: all the time. So she is now underwater twice. <laughs>
0: So they got to go after her. But they know that the Boo Lagoon is a scary place. Um, and they a, know, what do they know? There's like a haunted mansion There's reports
1: there? of a ghost. Yes, right. it's uh, Skull Castle. Skull Castle. Is in the Boo Lagoon.
0: So the good characters are like, we got to go. We got to save Small Star. But then Junior, because he's so greedy. Oh, he's also a scaredy cat. Um, so he claims he has to go to the dentist. Which like a hilarious lie. Uh No one goes to the dentist. No one wants to go to the dentist. (laughs) Um, But then he's reminded that there might be treasure there. So suddenly he's like, "Oh, I do really care about small stars." So he's
1: he is ready. Yeah, he is prepared.
0: And that's so sneaky of him.
1: And they roll their eyes. Yeah, the
0: the other characters. Classic
1: Junior. Then there's this weird part where he's scared by this giant fish with red eyes for no reason. No reason.
0: Oh, I guess they, yeah.
1: Never mm-hmm. mentioned again. Never He's fine. Again. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> and they find Skull Castle, which is a skull. Which oh, is that I like think just it was a, a human skull? A human skull? Oh, I didn't uh, think about are they that. like little, smaller than humans, and they swim around in human skeleton? I think
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's an origin story where they maybe this is in The Lost Pilot, they like see a pirate ship going down. And they help save a pirate. So if we could see that episode, we could see the oh, scale with humans. The scale. Um, nice.
1: I have a feeling it changes.
0: Yeah, is this sort of a early cats? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see it now, forever.
0: <laughs> so they've made it to the castle. They're exploring the castle.
1: Yeah, they hear a they hear a noise, but it turns out to be a sneeze. <laughs> the sneeze comes oh, I in handy that. later. Yeah, and they run into a suit of armor.
0: There's suits of armor because Snorks had the exact same. They had a medieval period,
1: obviously, just like yeah. humans. <laughs> obviously, their history. I'm sure exact the same as ours. Image, yes. yep.
0: <laughs> and then, oh no, there is a ghost.
1: There is a ghost. They were a hundred percent correct. <laughs> <laughs> their their we, fear was justified. He
0: goes through a door. That's how we know he's a ghost. But he's also being held by a chain. Later it's explained, it's a magic chain, so fine. But then he also, he doesn't continue to float through. No, things. Like I everything think that's like the only time <laughs> we ever see him do that. Solid. But that's how we know for sure he's a ghost, I yeah. guess. I guess you gotta do that once. Then they do a classic like chase scene where characters go in one door and then out another door that's right next to it because it's <laughs> sort of a U-shaped room. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> or it's just a room with two doors. <laughs> they do the bug funny thing. <laughs> Um, Which
1: is hilarious. It's classic. And the the chain doesn't get caught on the door, so you no, know, the chain just we follows him uh, absolutely everywhere.
0: Yeah. Um. But then he finally corners them. But then he explains, after sneezing again, he that sneezes. he is a nice ghost.
1: I think he says his name is Percy. Oh yes. Although um, uh, I missed that.
0: So it's always nice when you find out this thing that was so scary is nice and just wants friends. Mm-hmm. Um. It's like in Home Alone when the scary man with the snow shovel, you know. Uh, I know. Yes,
1: I do. That's the best part of the movie.
0: It teaches you don't be scared of strangers. (laughs) Exactly. They're nice. They're just just friends friends you haven't met. So the ghost has a sad story. His, wait, has he told it yet? No, there's a commercial break. (laughs) Oh, maybe. (laughs) He, the ghost has a sad story. His wife was stolen from him. His bride. His bride-to-be was stolen from him on his wedding day. Fiancé. His fiancé by a pirate named Captain Dweeb.
1: Captain Dweeb. Very scary name.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: Dweeb might have meant something different back in the 80s. We don't know.
0: I feel like it was like a hip new word that the writers were like, oh, the kids will find this funny. Mm -hmm. Maybe somebody asked their nine-year-old child, like, what's a funny... Oh, maybe. Name or something. (laughs) And then we find out that uh, it's the pirate who chained this ghost up. The ghost has been trying to unlock himself, but a mysterious ship has thwarted his efforts lately, and they realize, oh, that's the ship they've Mm -hmm. been looking for.
1: The key is just out of reach. The magic chains know when to stop. Yes. (laughs) It's like like Sisyphus almost. (laughs) You can get so Mm, close, but. Sisyphus. uh, Sisyphus. Now
0: that's a reference. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure
1: that's what they were thinking of.
0: So they rescue Small Star.
1: Small Star, the, the sub somehow fits in the castle there somehow, um, maybe below the castle.
0: Oh, yeah. And Small Star is a baby. Am I wrong, or does, do they, what happens to Small Star? It, does she go along with them to the pirate place? No,
1: no, they drop her off. Oh, they drop her they off. They say okay. they they're dropping her off. Okay, they covered. It's that. on the way.
0: <laughs> They've thought of everything. Yeah, man, I want to catch them in plot holes, and they're too smart. They've they written an excellent script.
1: Way too smart.
0: Um, I love how Junior is dressed. He's wearing a turtleneck with a blazer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the the rich guy look.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of. I guess it's sort of an '80s. Is that an '80s thing to will it be wearin', men wearing turtlenecks?
1: Oh yeah, oh big time! Shaft where it turned on arc.
0: Yeah, it's almost more like a '70s thing. Yeah,
1: oh, it is, yeah. kind of, isn't it? This is this feels like a '70s show, that's for sure. Hmm. So, anyways, they unlock his chain, so he doesn't have the chain anymore. So
0: they're gonna help him, and they
1: get rid of all, all small star, and they find the pirate ship
0: pretty easily. Pretty easily, everything goes according to plan, and while everybody else keeps looking for the pirate, Junior discovers. A room full of gold coins. And he dives into it. Scrooge McDuck style. Yeah. So that seems bad. But just wait and see. So they find the pirate. He's got the damsel in distress locked in a cage that she could easily escape from. But is <laughs> choosing not to for some reason. I guess it's probably a magic bars cage. are very far apart. <laughs> yeah, bars I'm are sure. so far apart. I'm sure it's a
1: magic cage. Just like the magic chains.
0: Um, the pirate has a hilarious parrot that. Parrot fish? T- a parrot fish, right. Is that a real kind of fish? Oh, right, it is. But I don't think it looks like that. No, I don't (laughs) think it looks just like a parrot with fins. Not scientifically accurate. (laughs) Um, And he keeps contradicting the pirate, and that's maybe one of the more fun. Oh, the pirate and the parrot are hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I just find it funny. Um, And the damsel in distress is important to note. Has um, Princess Leia buns in her hair, which everybody loved back then. Star Wars. Okay, so. Wait, so now where are we at? The
1: they somehow got in this treasure chest and propelled it towards the pirate.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Somehow their feet stick through the bottom <laughs> so they can swim to him. But Flintstone style. Flintstone style. <laughs> but then uh, the ghost sneezes. Right. And they're found out. And uh, the pirate slams the lid shut and suddenly they're trapped in it.
0: They don't even try to get out. They don't. There's a classic dark <laughs> shot where we only see their eyes on a black screen. Which, yeah. Uh, which was probably fun to animate. It's hilarious.
1: Oh, yeah. I bet they love it. <laughs> I always wondered about those shots.
0: But, <laughs> but as you'll recall, uh, Junior is not trapped with them. Of course, Junior is not trying to save them either because he's very selfish and he's found his enormous pile of gold.
1: He would let them die if he could. Yeah, he's
0: forgotten that they even exist oh, throughout the whole adventure he's been saying like first he's he's gonna get 85 percent and everyone else only gets five percent and then he ups it to he's getting a hundred percent
1: yeah so he's gonna steal it all
0: but i guess maybe the lesson is that because he tried to steal all of it instead of just some of it the gold breaks through the floor or ceiling and drops into where all the action is happening and frees his friends just like accidentally um (laughs) not clear how that happened uh they tie up the pirate they put him in his own magic cage and if captain percy and his bride penelope say put are reunited hey. she gets a line of dialogue <laughs>
1: and yes cut to the wedding the ghost wedding <laughs> they're throwing red rice or something petals i don't know
0: do you think it's red kelp Red kelp, probably, oh, yeah. Oh, no, crap. Oh, wow. <laughs> Continuity.
1: And they fly off into the distance.
0: So that's nice. <laughs> so it's a happy ending. I, I, I have this thing where I always want somebody to get married at the end of everything, so this oh, really yeah. like met that <laughs> desire.
1: So, yeah, the ending of 30 Rock and all sorts of... Oh, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I don't know why I have this. I need to stamp it out this desire <laughs> for constant weddings.
1: Well, these two were separated for 800 years, so True. Somehow they died at the same time. All these the pirate and those two died at the same time and we became ghosts. You never yeah, really remarried, clear. Remarried. We don't really know the timeline. Just all do all the snorks turn to ghosts and just hang around? Why is there only three ghosts if that happens? Shouldn't there be millions? Don't really know the
0: Maybe maybe the that snork
1: to ghost pipeline.
0: It all happened before they just before they died, and then they all had to haunt because they were so you know like ghosts it's have unfinished business like kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know why though the pirate would have to be a ghost because he, he's gotten he, what he wanted. He
1: wanted. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So
0: it's, uh, it's not perfect. Confusing, <laughs> but
1: I did like how they the use most storylines. I just kind of went on autopilot while I was watching. I was like, oh. They're scared of the ghost, so it's not going to be a ghost. I went into, like, I thought it was going to be Scooby-Doo or Bloodhound Gang, you know? Right. But Not, then a, not a real ghost. It was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and I just realized, you know, because he didn't have legs. He had just this tail. Oh, right. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so that threw me for a loop. So that's good. <laughs> You want something unexpected.
0: Yeah, it's more fun for there to be a real ghost.
1: Exactly. So yeah, that was amazing.
0: I've talked a bit about the wokeness level already. The fact that though we have multiple female characters, we're not passing the Bechdel test because they're not talking to each other. They can't talk to each other. They're apparently. not appearing well, in the n- same n- episode. N- not in episodes. Maybe other episodes. We saw Daphne in the background at the very end of the wedding of this one, but obviously she didn't say anything. Um, so I don't know. I mean, step up from the Smurfs in that there's, from the start, there was two female characters. I'll take what I can get. No blonde character at all, actually. I was complaining about that. But Daphne's got black hair and this other one has red hair. Yeah. So, (laughs) well, yeah. Hair color's important. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it's... Since we know it's like
1: a one- to one smurfs ripoff, I guess that kind of explains it. i I gotta admit I was kind of I thought there might be more than one thought it was like maybe half and a half when I first started watching it because they they're pretty unisex looking right so mm. but then I was quickly disabused of that notion. Oh uh, yeah but yeah I'm not sure why because it's not a boys show it's it's pretty it can, can be a girl show very easily it's not
0: Yeah, it's not like super violent but also not super girly. It's just, it's yeah, it's a pretty neutral story that happens. There's some action, but nothing extreme. No. It's kind of just like kids playing in a neighborhood. But yeah, gender parity back then meant mostly boys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Such a weird thing, trope. I don't know. Very odd.
1: People were super scared of uh, being labeled a girl show.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I guess maybe because all the creators, the writers, the producers, they were all men and it was sort of like well what does a girl even say you know yeah, like they wouldn't have any idea they wouldn't have a desire to see themselves in the characters like if there was female writers they'd be like i want a girl who like i really identify with this type of girl that type of girl but for men it's just sort of like a girl <laughs> i don't know exactly the <laughs> one
1: type of girl
0: that's what happened with seinfeld when he originally wrote it there was zero women yeah <laughs> And then somebody was like, there should be at least one woman. <laughs> and in the show, within the show, they were like, well, what does a woman say? <laughs>
1: oh, man, it is so funny. And Elaine's a writer on the show, so she should have been helping write the show. Oh, yeah. But no, it's just him and George. <laughs> the two worst. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. <laughs> but she only ever writes, George? like, catalog
0: stuff. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> she has no aspiration. She's not like, oh, can I get in on this? No. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, and then, as far as issues of race goes, because they are not human, everybody's got a different like skin color. I guess they circumvent any any bad representation issues. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, there's no um uh, no despised minorities or stereotypes or anything., uh, it's just like class. Based, and yeah, you the juniors snotty rich kid,
0: snotty rich kid.
1: So, no, there's no everybody has white sounding voices or whatever. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. So, no, re- zero representation, but zero problems. So,
0: yeah, I feel like they're sort of getting away with everybody being white by being like, well, nobody's white, yeah, exactly, because they're all sort of, I don't know, it don't matter if you're blue or, <laughs> or purple, pink or, or pink. green. <laughs> 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 but yeah um so i don't know, Whatever, I don't know what to yeah. say about that <laughs> um, not
1: helping but not hurting i guess they're yeah not helping anymore.
0: i guess i like the strong anti-capitalist or like anti-greed yeah it's pretty message basic, yeah. is fun um yeah pretty yeah. funny good job <laughs> Snorks? <laughs> what about, how did you find the level of violence? I, I would say there's kind of zero violence, Very but how about violence. action?
1: There's a little bit of uh, subs going too fast. and Woo, uh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, dropping treasure on a pirate ghost, and uh, the pirate ghost has a swordfish, I guess, kind so mm. oh yeah, of sword. Oh, yeah, that was supposed
0: to be sort of a sword, but it's... Doesn't kind of really feel like it's gonna hurt anybody no. too badly.
1: So yeah, no, no action to get you excited. Not really gonna get you.
0: Did this bother you as a child? Do you think? Do you, if you remember?
1: I'm sure I would have checked out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I would have had another violent fantasy going through my mind, <laughs> thinking about Transformers or something. Oh, that's good. <laughs> At the time I was watching this, <laughs> or maybe reading the Spider-Man comic for the millionth time, <laughs> trying to get some violence out of that
0: but did you find the underwater vehicles fun at least oh i love all the underwater. The fact stuff, that yeah. like the kids get to drive their own vehicle is that oh fun? yeah
1: that's a huge fantasy yeah hmm so i can't yeah, that remember
0: i would have preferred if they were riding around on seahorses for sure yeah that's my preferred mode <laughs> of transportation unicorns, yeah, <laughs> yeah. ponies yeah so no yeah. i love
1: the steampunk s- subs that's awesome <laughs> 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 yeah
0: i'm kind of neutral on those i guess I think I liked that there was no real violence because violence is scary. It can be. <laughs> Feel good violence. It feels good. Feels good. <laughs> so. or bad, Feel good violence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Consequence-free violence.
0: Right, okay, have we covered everything?
1: I think that's it.
0: Okay, now we have to decide, we have to rate it, keeping in mind, <laughs> were our imaginations working over time? I don't know how this should work. Should it be like, to what degree were our imaginations working over time? How much bad animation and bad storytelling did we have to ignore to enjoy it?
1: Well, animation's nice and smooth. Backgrounds are pretty cool. Underwater phantasmagorias. <laughs> And they didn't, you know, uh, underwater helps you cheat, you can just, they're, the characters just oh swim, yeah, they that's don't have to walk, true. so that that helps things a lot. Um, They're not human, they're, you know, very abstracted humanoids, so. They don't
0: have noses, out. do you think, was that easier no. to draw? Oh, definitely, yeah.
1: <laughs> definitely.
0: I don't know, maybe it was, maybe it made no difference. I guess a three-quarter view the of the face would be easier. The, yeah, You're exactly. Right. <laughs> you just move the eyes around. <laughs> They don't have noses because they have snorkels on top of their head, obviously.
1: Obviously. The snorkels can breathe underwater. They don't have to be used like a real snorkel. Yeah. I wonder how many kids died <laughs> because they just assumed the snorkel would <laughs> instant breathing underwater. It's
0: like how dolphins and whales breathe through the top of their head, but if they could do that underwater and didn't have <laughs> to go to the surface. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it makes no sense at all.
1: We never see them breathe up. Ugh. Go to the surface. No, they never breach.
0: But they sort (laughs) of imagine that was part of the show. They just constantly, like every five minutes, they're like, anyway, gotta go to the surface. (laughs) That would have been. (laughs) Would have really interrupted a lot of this. Yes, things would have taken longer. (laughs) Yes. Um.
1: I gotta say the story moved along pretty fast, especially the second one. It just went from plot point to plot point.
0: Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're fitting two different stories. Mm-hmm.
1: They had no time for any filler, so. No. That's good.
0: Yeah, I'm almost like, how do other shows stretch it out for a whole half hour mm-hmm. after watching these? I'm ruined now. <laughs> I can't watch a <laughs> full half hour anymore. anymore dude. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. What's a rating out of 10? I was.
1: Ju- I think I'll just give it a 5. I gave Rainbow Bright a higher score last time, but I'm going to try to recalibrate my... Uh, yeah? Yeah. My scale here, so I'm gonna give it a five. Able to go high for. So you know the theme song's amazing. Uh, Had some, it kept moving along. So I think this would have been one of the least boring of the B tier shows that we watched. The shows that we watched because they were just on, (laughs) not because you know. Yeah, it was kind of. I wasn't gonna wake up for the snorks
0: No. Um. Yeah, I feel like for me the theme song's just okay. (laughs) Um. I enjoy the underwater uh, fun and I like how colorful everything is. <laughs> the, the colors was always like a major consideration for me for some reason as a child with all shows and even now as an adult. Um, no? It's just more the enjoyable if it's very, very colorful. Important. I like that there was, like, the girls were very involved in the plots hmm um, yeah, they were brave. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple different ones. That's good. Yeah, they were brave. I don't know, maybe a six? I don't know why I'm still making good. it higher than yours. I think you I guess it more. Right, because you were missing the violence, whereas I'm not missing the violence. I need the violence. So, <laughs> so okay, saying six. I think they could have gotten, it could have been funnier, could have gotten, could have been more fun with underwater stuff, I think.
1: Could have had more puns, yeah. I love the Clams. As money the clam burger but that was pretty much it that's it we could
0: have i don't know something up. yeah
1: and kelp as fuel who knew
0: <laughs> i think it makes perfect sense it we learned what kelp was i bet i didn't know what kelp I, yeah, was i bet before we had I no idea what kelp was so just that's seaweed good. yeah educational all right well that brings us to the end of this edition of imagination overtime i hope You've enjoyed listening, and I hope that you remembered things about the snorks and it made you go, oh yeah, because <laughs> that's fun. The snorks. <laughs> um, hope you listen next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.